With classes in crisis communication, influence, and data presentation, Gonzaga University's online Master's in Communication and Leadership equips you with the tools you need to communicate clearly and encourage creativity in any industry. Concentrations in digital media, strategic communication, and global leadership allow you to customize your degree. Visit gonzaga.edu slash communication and learn why a master's degree from Gonzaga can help you take your career to the next level. That's gonzaga.edu slash communication. Podcast is brought to you by Manscaped, who's the best in men's below-the-waist grooming. Manscaped offers precision-engineered tools for your jewels. They obsess over their technology developments to provide you with the best for your grooming experience. Manscaped is trusted by over 2 million men worldwide. We have an exclusive offer for my listeners, 20% off plus free shipping with the code OUTOFBOUNDS at manscaped.com. Now let's go out of bounds. Welcome to the Out of Bounds Sports Podcast. Come with us, Out of Bounds, as we discuss and debate the latest topics in the world of sports. We have a great show ahead, so let's get to it. Hello and welcome to another edition of the Out of Bounds Sports Podcast. I am back again with another um, Dallas Maverick postgame game. Unfortunately, they did not get the win tonight against the Sacramento Kings. They needed to get this win to move closer to their fifth spot. Um, they lost tonight, one hundred six to one thirteen. Um, we're gonna go and listen live to the post game, um, kind of get some more context and clarity on this game. Um, I did was um, just finished watching this game, ran a little later than I expected to. Um, see this game go um the the Mavericks did a great job you know down the stretch but they just ultimately fell short uh we did see some great bright spots with uh Trey Burke Trey Burke you know into into tonight's lineup and really just you know showed you know the depth that the Mavericks do have I almost forgot about him because they didn't really play him you know as often as um they did last year you know when he was in the bubble he played um, you know, a great role with the the Mavericks, but this year he he they didn't have him playing him, you know, like they normally used to. But um, you guys hear me all right? They did pretty good, so it looks like we're getting yeah, started now. Good. Appreciate it. Thank you. Yeah, we're gonna add them to the stream, so we're getting ready for the Mavericks post game. Waiting on Coach Carlisle to address the media. I'm gonna try this again, y'all. This is um the second attempt to try to cover Mavericks basketball tonight. Um if anybody was on the first one, um it was just a complete disaster. Something was going on with the internet. Uh but we're back again doing a Mavericks post game show. Shout out to Big Baby, he's on the stream. We're running a little later than normal. Just wrapped up coverage earlier. 
with the Lakers game. Now we're doing Mass post game. This was a really, really good game. It just showed just show some great bright spots that the Mavericks have as far as their depth. You know, they didn't they came in the game kind of hobbled with you know four different players that were out of the rotation, you know, due to either injury or they didn't just, you know, end up didn't playing with um, you know, Dorian Finney Smith had ten points tonight. Maxi Kleber uh didn't really produce a lot of points tonight. He played only nine nine and a half minutes with two points. Dwight Powell um didn't follow you know his game that he had against the Lakers. He kind of fell back down to earth um with only five points tonight. Uh Tim Hardaway Junior. Um I was looking for him to have a big breakout game. He had nineteen points tonight. Luca uh chipped in with twenty four points. Um you know that that pretty much you know, you know, gives you the story off the bench. You had Trey Burke and uh, Boban, which provided great um, sparks. Um, Trey Burke had 19 tonight. Boban had 10. Um, it's always good to see Boban come out and, and play. Um, he doesn't get a chance to play a lot, but when he's out there, he's impactful. Um, chipped in with 10 points, uh, four or four from the field, so that was good um, for Boban to come in and provide some great. Um, energy off the bench with eight and a half minutes that he did play. So, again, we're waiting and seeing who's going to come up. Uh, normally when we do the Mavs post game, Coach Carlisle addressed the, the media first and then various different players come on and address it as well. So we are waiting and seeing when Coach Carlisle will be. On to the Sacramento Kings side. The big performance for um, uh, Harrison Barnes, he had 19 points. Then you had their um, you know, great uh, center, uh, Rashawn Holmes. He had 24 points. Buddy Hill chipped in with 16 points. Um, Tyrese Halliburton, you know, he has been a um, great spark as far as um, their, that's their rookie, Ty, uh, Tyrese Halliburton. Uh, he had 14 points, which he did a great job tonight as well. Um you know, just overall team effort. They did a good job against the Mavericks, got it done. That was so good. We're going to be able to hear from Trey Burke. I haven't been able to speak to him before, so hopefully um, I'm able to prepare a question for him and you know get some good context what his outlook of the game was like. Um, just waiting on you know them to finish up and address the media. You know about tonight's loss. Overall, down the stretch, I was impressed with how the Mavericks did compete. They didn't just roll over and just lose this game. It was a hard-fought game, game tooth and nail, you know, down the stretch. They just didn't get it done. Take a look at the standings currently. So with the Mavericks losing tonight, the Lakers did get a win tonight. So let's just look at what it's looking like currently. So if the season was to end today – the Mavericks would be still in the sixth spot. They would probably draw somebody like the Clippers or something like that since they're uh, currently in the third spot. And, um, you know, they are out of that play-in situation still. I would love to see that rematch with the Clippers. I think that this this time around that they would probably give the Clippers a little bit more um, competition this, this go-around just because they have a – a better level of competition defensively and offensively on, on both sides of the ball there um, will be able to challenge the Clippers in that spot. Hopefully we can 
see how they look with a healthy Chris Dallas Porzingis throughout the whole entire series because I feel like he was the difference maker. Just waiting until we can get some players from the Mavericks organization to address the media. Really impressed how they competed tonight. It was a good game. So looking at the bracket right now, the play-in game, like I said, if the season was in tonight, um, you would looking at San Antonio and Golden State um, in play-in situations, as well as Indiana and Washington in the Eastern Conference in a play-in situation. Then you also have for the seventh and the eighth spot for the other game, which I spoke about on the last stream. You have Portland and also Memphis uh, battling out for that other spot. I think that Portland and Memphis game is a rematch from last year's play-in situation. Miami and Charlotte. That's that'll be a good, great matchup. Hopefully, uh, Charlotte can get Lamelo Ball back because he was balling whenever he was um, in the rotation for Charlotte. He was, you know, really good. And I hated that his season got cut. He was just a breath of fresh air. Just being able to see him handle the ball and being able to pass the ball. His vision was phenomenal. It was off the charts. I loved uh, watching Lamelo Ball play. I did say earlier that the I feel like the playing situation was like unnecessary, but you know, just looking at the matchups, you know, it'd be pretty good. Um the the playoffs do start I think May twenty second. Um the play in situation starts May eighteenth. The official playoff starts May twenty second. Um the party now the playoff picture is starting to shape up a little bit. You're starting to see um, you know, if you remember those little Polaroid pictures where you used to shake them you'll be able to see the picture as you keep shaking and things like that. So you're really starting to see um, a little bit more clarity of what the picture is actually looking like. Um, we're definitely excited about uh, okay, what guys, this so is going to look like. Okay, guys, so Trey and Luca are confirmed. So um, Coach should be along here shortly. I'll let you know as soon as, not, as, he, as he is officially on his way. All right, sorry, just on that. Thank you. So, here we got confirmation that we do have Trey and Luca. So um, I definitely get my questions prepared because I'm really uh, excited to be able to see if I can ask Trey Burke a question because I have not been able to speak to him because I don't see him play often when I do cover Mavericks games. Had a big game tonight too. He had 19 points and just really, really showed like the strength of the Mavericks team because they have so many different guys that they can put out there. Um, you know, during the rotation and things like that. I don't remember the last game that he actually played because he didn't play at all during the, the Lakers series. And, you know, just, you know, some teams like they, they like to put out their lineups and different teams to match up with um, different situations. But he he's um, definitely a great... All right, Rick is officially player. on the way, so if you have a question, come on, please raise your hand. Thank so... Coach Carlisle is on the way. Yeah, just uh, pretty simple. Um, another poor start. Um, really did us in. I, you know, you know, the first quarter. If you look at it on the stat sheet, it looks like a fourteen-point deficit, but we were down twenty to three or something like that. And you know, just uh, just got to be way better to start the game. Um, but 
last three quarters were were obviously better, um, but you know this is uh, very disappointing uh, tonight. And you know we got a we get a quick turnaround and a tough game tomorrow. Allie, Rick, in that second quarter, I think you put in uh, Melly, Boban, Trey, and uh, Josh Green. What were you trying to do there for the energy or for the rhythm or, or what, what was the goal with that lineup? Uh, to play better basketball, really. I mean, look, uh, Boban was, is always a possibility to go in the game. Um, you know, tonight with, you know, with, with Reddick and, and uh, Richardson out, um, you know, I viewed Green, Green as being in the mix in the rotation. Um, you know, Burke has been – He's just been great. I mean, he, he's been uh, working his butt off to stay ready. He's a positive voice in the locker room. He's encouraging everybody. And the guy's not even playing, you know. And I just, you know, we all felt, the whole entire coaching staff felt like he was really going to be ready to, to play and help us tonight. And he did um, in a big way and, uh, you know, helped us get back into it. But, you know, it, it's uh, – you know, early holes are hard to dig out of, you know, it's, it's, uh, it's, it's tiring talking about it over and over again. Um, but we've got to be better and we're going to have an opportunity in a pretty short period of time to, to try to do that tomorrow. Hey Rick, I was going to ask something similar to Callie. Um, so, so I guess I'll just ask, um, when when do you is is there a philosophy that you have I guess when when you kind of go to bench lineups like that when you say this is this is a moment this is a this is a time where it's going to take players like that obviously like you said some of them are going to play anyway tonight um, but I'm just curious generally what when do you feel like it's, it's those players that are needed I mean look I you know all those guys were going to play tonight um, and I didn't play Kleber in the second half because it didn't look didn't appeared to me that he was moving well um, and decided to go with a, with an additional score in the second half and start Trey, you know, and, um, and Trey continued to do good things, not only offensively, but defensively. He's into the ball. He's, you know, he's playing to exhaustion, you know, all the things that you need to do, you know, to win tough games. Um, And this, this, you know, all these games are tough. Um, And so, you know, Look, to our guys' credit, the guys on the bench, you know, have stayed ready. Um, they've worked extremely hard. They do extra work. There's not a lot of practice time. Um, and so they're they're doing the maintenance, you know, uh, with the help of our player development coaches and stuff like that. And, um, you know, that was great to see. You know, Green Green gave us great energy. Um, we just got we to gotta, we gotta get off to better starts. Hey, Rick, do you know anything more about whether or not- I don't know who's playing tomorrow. Don't ask. Don't anybody ask. Don't ask. I'm tired of, I'm tired of all that stuff. Rick, how does this team continue to learn and grow from these kinds of experiences where obviously any team can get beat on a given night, but getting off to better starts and playing against competition that's a little bit less and being better in those situations? Well, there's rarely growth um, without setbacks and without some level of, of failure here and there. And uh, look, we had three good wins um, and that was great. 
And I think human nature got us a little bit too. You know, Sack played last night. You know, no Fox. You know, no Bagley. I, you know, those, those things are hard to factor. You know, how, how your team is, is exactly going to feel about, you know, playing in, in that type of situation. Um, but look, it's, it's an NBA basketball game, you know, and uh, you step between the lines. You know, there's going to be a high level of competition. I don't care who the team, I don't care what their record, um, any of that stuff. So, look, this is what we got to learn from. You know, we're, you know, we're still a young team. You know, we're not an excuse team. And, not, you know, I don't I, – I, I try not to get into a lot of that stuff. But, um, you know, this has got to be another thing that we learn from. Just judging by um, the questions that Coach Carlisle did address with the team and things like that, you could just tell the level of frustration um, that he did have tonight. You know, you know, when you have a game like that um, where Sacramento didn't really have their um, dominant players, um, you know, the players that normally um, stick out like Bagley um, and, and, you know, players like that, you know, you have to get those 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 games and, you know, win those games. Um, you know, it's just um, unfortunate that they were not able to seal the deal tonight. Um, it seemed like they had, you know, great momentum. They had a slow start. Um, you know, it just seems like um, Dallas do start these games off really slow and dig themselves in these holes. And to their credit, they're able to overcome these games. I've seen them, you know, uh, down in the Lakers game on Saturday when they played them. They got down to 17 points, and they were able to claw back into that game and actually win. Um, you know, the, the the NBA is just a game of runs. Um, you know, any given night um, can be your night. You can be on, you can be off. Um, you know, they just wasn't able to, to string together enough runs to be able to seal the deal tonight. And it's frustrating um, to be on that, in that situation. And you can kind of tell the sense of frustration from the head coach, Rick Carlisle, that we just um, had an opportunity to hear from. Um, right after the game, um, normally after when we're able to get more questions in, but um, you could just tell that he just wanted to get that over with, put that behind him, and focus on their next game that's coming up. So um, we'll be looking out for the next player. So just bear with us as we continue to wait for that. While we're waiting, I do want to look at some more game stats. Didn't get a chance to cover Luca that much initially, so let's just talk about Mr. Luka Doncic. 37 minutes, 8 of 20, 40% from the field. Um, I've said this before you know, about Luca and his um, shooting. His shooting is a kind of a sore spot, you know, 40% for a superstar. Um that the team relies heavily on his play, four of twelve from three, thirty-three percent. You know that's just not great. You know, um, negative nineteen um, in the plus-minus, which is um, not good um, at all. Um, he did score twenty-four points, uh, but Luca does have the ball in his hand primarily a lot on plays. He brings the ball up the court. He sets the table of the office and things like that. Um, just overall, you know, just looking at, you know, the 
the shooting percentage of shots and things like that, it's really, really um, uh, a sore spot when you're looking at the overall um, stat sheet and things like that. You know, he just wasn't that efficient with the basketball. And, you know, from a superstar, you're going to really need him to really um, step up when it comes to the decisions and things like that. And, you know, while we're on the topic of the the decisions, um, he did uh, turn the ball over four times. Um, it's a little bit less than it was last game because he had six turnovers against the Lakers. He had four this game, you know, but it led the team in turnovers. And if you look at, um, there's one other thing I want to check out. Four was the the max you know, on both sides. You had Sacramento, um, one player that was leading their team in turnovers with four. You had Luca, who had four turnovers. But on the Sacramento side, this was a rookie that turned the ball over four times. Uh, I think that was Tyrese Halliburton. So um, Luca's really going to have to um, get a handle on the on the ball because he handles it a lot, which you know explains the turnovers. Because he's the primary decision maker with the basketball. If you're just tuning in, we did hear had an opportunity to be able to listen to Coach Carlisle address the media. Um, right now, we're just waiting on the next player to be able to address. We did uh, get confirmation that Luca, as well as Trey Burke, will be uh, available to address the media. And we do have questions that we have prepared for. Um, either player that comes up to address the media. So hopefully we'll be able to get to those. If you're out there in the stream, you have any questions, post them in the chat. Love to hear from you. Love the feedback while we're waiting on the next player to be able to come up to address the media. We got Luca confirmed. He's on the way. Mr. Luca Doncic. Hey, Luca. Uh, I know you've talked often about not having enough energy. I'm curious, how do you make sure that you and the team and just everybody does have energy when you start the games? Like, what can you do to make sure that that urgency is there? I don't know, but it's been a lot uh, a lot of games, uh, you know. Uh, I don't know what to say, but we just got to keep playing like we played the last three games, not like today, and we just got to keep playing like that. Corey? Corey from the Out of Bounds Sports Podcast. How you doing, Luca? So um, I just wanted to ask you, like, could you touch on, like, the impact Trey Burke and, you know, Boban has on the team overall heading into the postseason? They really provide great production and show great depth with the team um, that this team really actually truly has. Can you just, you know, provide some kind of context behind, you know, their play and how they're going to be key contributors when it comes to the postseason? I mean, they're amazing, you know. It's hard to come in the game uh, when you don't know when you're going to play. And I had some major respect from them because uh, what they did today was unbelievable. It's really hard to play, uh, like I said, when you don't know how, when you're going to play. And they give everything on the court and they never complain and they just keep working. Luka, 247 uh, nismo dobro igrali od početka do kraja, nismo dobro igrali. Uh, vratili smo se, onda smo opet uh, propustili, tako da nismo baš dobro igrali danas. 
Thank you, Luca. Thank you. All right, guys. Uh, Trey Burke will be last up. So if you have a question for Trey, please go ahead and raise your hand. Thank you. We got Trey Burke coming up, so I do have a question for Trey. Yeah, he's on his way. So he's on his way. So I'm gonna go ahead and switch over to that, so I can get my question ready. We'll get right into questions with Kevin Gray. Hey, Trey, as a veteran in this league, when a team seems to struggle with a particular issue, sometimes in this situation with energy at the start of games, how does each individual try to hold each other accountable when a message seems like at times it's not resonating the way it may should or should be? I think you got to take the the personal feelings and emotions out. Um a lot of guys on this team know what they can do, and uh, we have a lot of skill sets. So sometimes, you know, if it's not rolling for you that night and you're kind of in your own head about made shots and missed shots, we kind of get in our own way. And I think that's where we can do a better job of holding each other accountable because we know what we can do. We know if, you know, like let's take for a guy like Dodo or Timmy, they're missing a couple of shots. We can't get – we can't dwell on the misses. We have to keep doing what we're supposed to be doing on defense, knowing that those shots, those same type of shots are going to come back and you just got to be ready to hit them. And we didn't do that tonight, but tomorrow we got another opportunity for that. All right. Hey, Sufco. Hey, Trey. Uh, what is it about the Sacramento team that gives you guys so many problems and maybe <clears throat> did human nature creep in a little bit tonight, maybe? Yeah, I think so. I definitely think so. We've been on a high. We've been winning. Um, that's a team that plays very hard. They play with a lot of energy. And uh, I think this year we've we've had trouble with teams like that, uh, uh, particularly in the beginning of games. And, um, you know, tonight, first quarter, we got out to a very slow start. And it, it kind of – we shot ourselves in the foot pretty much for the whole game. I mean, we've seen some – obviously some flashes, some good, some good things tonight. But uh, ultimately, you know, we didn't do enough to get the win. Okay, Kelly Kaplan. Hey Trey, uh, for you personally, it was a it was a big game. How do you keep yourself ready and keep yourself in the room when you don't necessarily know when or how much playing time is coming? Just knowing who I am as a player and as a person, you know, keeping my faith, knowing that I, you know, can can really help this team. Um, obviously, offensively, but defensively as well. I think I showed flashes of that in the bubble, just uh, making a an impact on the defensive defense end of the ball. Uh, I always feel like as long as the men is presented. So offensively, I'm going, you know, produce, but defensively is really where I, I try to, you know, bring energy tonight and, um, and and make that stamp. I think ultimately did a good job, but we just didn't do enough to get the win. All right. And we'll do one more. Corey. Hey, how you doing, Trey? It's kind of a um, second question, follow-up to Cali. Um, you know, great performance tonight. Um, how do you remain, you know, locked in and focused in these types of situations when your numbers call to contribute? And like like you said, like whenever you don't get a chance to play as often, but you provide that spark off the bench. It's tough. It definitely is tough. Um, but you always got to have a that that mentality in this league. You know, you never know. You know, it could go from you being in DMPs to, you know, you playing 15 to 20 minutes a night. And um uh, you just always, you never know. You just always got to stay ready. For me, this year it has been tough. Um, it's been something that I've kind of battled with myself. Um, but uh, coaches and, and the players, done, my teammates have done a great job of just encouraging me to, to be me when I'm out there, to not be nobody else, to try to play any type of other game, to be aggressive. Um, 
because uh, they they just tell me that's what they need for me. So I, I just got to continue to play my my style of basketball, which is just being aggressive and taking what the defense gives me. But it's, it's not easy. It's tough. Um, but it's something that I think I've gotten better at. And uh, I'll be ready whenever my number is called. Right. Thank you, Craig. Thank you. Right. So that will wrap it up for tonight. Um, thank everyone for tuning in to the Out of Bounds Sports Podcast. That was uh, the Mavericks post game. Unfortunately, they did not get the win night, but I think that they had great production from Trey, great production from Boban, which I was able to ask Trey a question. I had that question. Um, I wanted to uh, ask him, you know, about him staying locked in and ready when he doesn't know really when his minutes are going to come. Uh, but you know, the number one thing is when your numbers call and the team is needing that spark, you're providing that energy. So great um, game. Unfortunately, it did uh, come at the expense of the Mavericks tonight. They, you know, this team really struggles against Sacramento, not understanding why they struggled. That You know, Sacramento was hobbled with injuries as well as them. But I think that, you know, from top to bottom, the Mavericks have the better team. They just did not get it done. So um, I want to thank everyone for listening. Um, that's going to do it for us tonight. Um, same time tomorrow, hopefully we can be able to, uh, you know, get some uh, good questions in. Hopefully uh, tomorrow's games, I haven't ch- had a chance to look at the schedules or anything like that. But um, we'll be back tomorrow. Um, thank you all for supporting. Thank you for listening. Um, we'll be back again. Um, same station. Um, we'll definitely be able to cover uh, more games in the future. Um, just keep on, you know, whenever I you know, put a show up, just make sure you tune in. I'm on YouTube. Um, I'm on Facebook, I'm on live, things like that. Just make sure that you're tapping in and staying connected and you'll be able to see some of the things that I've been working on lately and things like that. But without, without, with all that being said, thank y'all for listening and we're out. If you love the Out of Bounds Sports Podcast, we'd love for you to subscribe, rate, and give a review on iTunes. Until next time. Finding the right person for the job isn't easy. Just ask someone who hired a lounge singer to be their office receptionist. Hello, this is Mickey Marquis, and you've reached the office of Doug and Associates. <laughs> Thank you very much. Catch me Tuesday nights at the Hotel Johnson. Hello? But if you've got an insurance question, you can always count on your local GEICO agent. They can bundle your policies, which could save you hundreds. Doug and Associates, this is Mickey Marquis. Hello? For expert help with all your insurance needs, visit geico.com slash local today.